Hello. Good afternoon. Welcome to another session of Bible study with Mac and Cheese Podcast.com. I am Mac Ruby McClellan, your host, and Cheese is the Word of God. Let us pray for a few minutes. God, we just thank and bless you and praise you. We thank you for every listening ear. We're so grateful that people are tuning in and want to hear uh, what God's word says. And we've been we've been studying um, revelations. And God, we thank you that you have caused people to give a listening ear. And maybe we pray that many of them will be saved and that they'll avoid the tribulation period. God, just be with us throughout this study and uh, open up the people's understanding that they might hear and they might yield to the word of God. We thank you. Um, As our lesson open up today, we are beginning uh, to look at chapter six. We finished chapter five and uh, we're in the midst of a vision that John had of the throne room. And this starts a new chapter this week, chapter six. Those of you that uh, are avid Bible studiers, you can follow along in your word. Turn to the book of Revelation, chapter six. And the purpose of the tribulation period is to punish unbelievers for their sins and the rejection of Christ and to bring the remnant to faith in Christ. Now, as you know before, the rapture has occurred. So all the believers have left the earth. God came, I mean, Jesus came and collected us. And so there's nothing but unbelievers left here on earth. But the God we serve is so gracious and so merciful. They yet have a chance to give their life to Christ. Let's begin uh, chapter six and one, and and it reads, and I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals. And remember, the lamb was the only one that was worthy. And I heard as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, come and see. Now the lamb here in verse one is Jesus Christ. He was the only one worthy to open the seals. This noise that we hear as uh, sounded like thunder. And in many places in the Bible, when they talked about God's voice revealing something to his people, it sounded like thunder. Many times 
throughout the Bible, God's voice has been mistaken for thunder. Here one of the four beasts are the living beast saying, come and see. Now, you know, it was four, but only one is speaking at this time. And he's saying, come and see. And so we are invited to look into the heavenly stage and see things never told upon the earth until now. And we see the first seal tells us about the triumph of Christ and his church. The seals represent the beginning of Christ's judgment of unbelievers on the earth during the tribulation period. Yes, they're going to be, they're going to endure some terrible times. And even though these times are terrible, and I wouldn't wish them upon anybody, they're going to force a whole lot of people to come to Christ. And no matter how you get there, just thank God that you make it. As I said, the purpose of the tribulation period is to punish the unbelievers for their sins and for their rejection of Christ. Some people just couldn't make up their mind or they thought that it wasn't real or that it wasn't going to happen. This part that we're studying today is called the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And the four horsemen, horsemen present the picture of man's inhumanity to man. Much, much, much human suffering with false hope of peace, followed by war, famine, and death. One of the worst horrors of the tribulation is the many plagues that will strike the world's people, particularly those who reject the Savior and refuse to have their name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Judgment starts after the seventh seal. Right now, Christ is just opening them up. God handed him the book because he was worthy. Verse 2 says, And I saw, and behold, a white horse. Pay particular attention to this. White horse. And he that sat on him had a boat. And a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. But this is who it appears to be. This is not Jesus Christ. This is the Antichrist, the false Messiah. And it says he sat upon a white horse. And he sat on him. The, the person that sat on him had a bow. And a, it was a military weapon. Now, these things are transpiring in heaven. The people down on earth don't see this. All they see is the terrible things that's happening to them. 
the horseman is not the same as the one described in uh, Revelation, the 19th chapter and 11 verses, where the actual Jesus Christ comes back to the earth with the people that he took up in the rapture. And it will be Christ's second coming. But right now, we want to talk about this white horse. The rider was the Antichrist sitting on the white horse. The rider had a bow. But if you notice, it didn't say he had an arrow. And what this indicates is that our actual war won't really be fought. He's a diplomat. He wears a crown. We know his, he is successful in his efforts. And the rider on the white horse will be successful. There can be no doubt that this is the force of the Antichrist, who through deceit and clever maneuvering will bring false peace to the world. But the peace will not last. We know it's on a, only going to last three and a half years. The whole tribulation period will be a total of seven years. It'll be unparalleled times. A false peace will be short-lived. John's point, point is that the entire world will follow him. The entire world. This man must have some kind of a influence. And who knows? He might be alive right now waiting for the rapture to take place. And so he can take over. He's not going to come to you as a baby like Jesus did. Now he's going to be fully grown. He's going to be a probably one of the most influential politicians that ever walked the earth. Uh, the bow, like I said, is a symbol of war, but the absence of the arrow implies that this victory is bloodless. One, a peace won by covenants and agreement, not by war. And the crown, the crown is a law reef, and it was given to him. All the countries will just give him the authority to do what he has to do because he has somehow come up with the solution to bring peace to the earth. As you know, when Christ comes, he, he won't need a weapon. It said that his mouth was going to be like a two-edged sword. And whatever Christ says is done. He don't have to. We when we come back here with him, we'll just be onlookers. 
because when Christ speak, it's done. Let's read verse three. The second seal is open. Verse three says, and when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast. That was, you know, it's four beasts that sit before the throne. This is the second beast. And he says, come and see. And what they saw was a red horse. And we know red stands for war. The war could be twofold in nature. There is a constant attack of the devil and his demons on Christians. But I believe this goes much further than this. This red horse, in my opinion, indicates a large war. Like people are looking for World War III to begin. This might be it. This horseman that was sitting on on the on this horse, he was granted to sit on the red horse and take peace from the earth, and that people would kill one another, cause he and he had a great sword. A holocaust of war. I'm glad we won't be here. <laughs> we'll be somewhere around God's throne. Um, we believe this seal represents a great conflagration. We might call World War III. death to the earth on a massive scale never before known. And in this atomic age we live in, it could just be one bomb that would bring this kind of unimaginable destruction. I was listening to the news today and, you know, it says what we're going through right now is just birth pain. God has just given us a glimpse glimpse of what could be in Ukraine it said that Russia released all of these um I'm trying to think of what they call them they're um they got cameras on them and and they fly over a building and they use them to uh fly over and they knew right where to attack. And it, it was a, a terrible uh, scrimmage this weekend because of the atomic age. Violent slaughter will become commonplace. And we see that every day. People turning on each other and shooting one another, families at war with one another. People don't sit down and talk anymore. They pull out a gun. Violent slaughter is becoming commonplace. In this vision that John was seeing, um, the sword, and it was 
one of them little short swords that you handle, you know, one of the sharp ones, not one of the longer swords. People were using. Now we're up to the third seal on this book. The book hasn't been open yet, believe it or not, and all this is going on. The third seal represents inflation and famine. We're getting a little taste of that. The balance or the scales are related to commerce and trade. The word penny better literated denarius represents about one day's wages. Let me read the scripture and then you'll understand what I'm saying. And when he opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, the third beast, come and see. And I beheld and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balance, a scale in his hand. The black horse signifies famine and a worldwide war will destroy the food supply, which spawns global hunger. Now, I, I was born right after the first, the, the Great Depression in the, in the 1930s or so. And I heard a minister talking about uh, how things will happen again. And it's been 80 years, and thank God I'm still here. And, I, and we're seeing the inflation. Things are going up. The groceries are going up. The gas bill is going up and all of that. But if you're a Christian and you're living in the kingdom of God, Make sure you stay close to God because we'll go through just like the children of Israel went through in, 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 in Egypt. Things will be happening on the other side and, and the people that believe God won't even know it. Now, this is the time to give your life to Christ. While it is still day, while you can still enjoy God, you won't have to go through all this stuff that people that don't believe God are going through. Some of them believe God. They just think that they don't want to give up something. But believe me, God just said, he said, come just like you are. Come just like you are. Give yourself to him and he'll fix it. Trust him. Trust him. Verse six says, and I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barter, barley for a penny. And see that thou hurt not the oil and the wine. 
Now, measure of wheat stands for uh, approximately what's necessary to sustain one person for one day. And a normal day's wedges will just provide enough food for one person. I can remember when my mom had, they had some green stamps or something and they could only buy certain things at the store. Now this happened in America 80 years ago. So the world is repeating itself. Runaway inflation is the worst possible conclusion. In many parts of the world, inflation is already to that terrible extreme. You know, we're going to cut on off here, but just one more thing I wanted to share. Um, in that scripture, it says, don't harm the oil and the wine are symbols of wealth indicating that the rich will do just fine. It'll be just those people that are poor and, and probably no middle class. And it will just be those people that didn't quite believe enough. You know, they didn't, they rejected Christ because whatever was going on in their life. But I want to encourage you yield your heart to a Christ that loves you. We're going to cut on off and um, bring, we'll start right here again within uh, the next time. And we'll continue talking about the seals being removed from this book. And you won't have to go through there. If you come join us, we love Christ over here in the kingdom of God. And it can be right next door to you. I do hope that you pray for me. And I'll certainly be praying for you. Want to encourage you to go to my website, which is www.macandcheesepodcast.com. Leave me a note. Tell me if you're enjoying these studies. I'd love to hear from you. I really would love to hear from you. It makes me even want to study even more to share the word of God with you. Won't you do that for me? I encourage you to do it. Let's all go in the rapture and be saved. And we'll miss the whole tribulation. And when we come back here, it'll be victory, 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 victory. Well, God bless. I love you. Pray for me. Amen. <laughs>